Hi, I'm Ray. You're listening to Insert Quest here. And today's quest (laughs) is Live, Love, Die. Uh, My pronouns today are he, him. uh, And this is a game that I am in the process of making with some help from my lovely friends. Um, Why don't we introduce ourselves starting with... Ro, she, her. Hi. I am lovely friend Will, he, him. (laughs) I'm Sophie, she, her. Fantastic. Uh, last, <laughs> they're all having a bit of a giggle because of a weird pause that I did at the beginning. There was silence, okay? I was getting the room. I was also very tempted to be like, hello. Indeed. <laughs> I too was fighting that day. Same. Uh, so, uh, I believe last session you, uh, we tested out the interlude mechanics and we all did a bit of that. We, <laughs> we... Uh, also went on a bit of a mission. Mm-hmm. Um, crushed. Some people got some new modules. We got some new weapons. Um, yeah, you did really good on that mission. Uh, but um, for our sort of our framing device for this session, um, you've had a class in the morning, mm-hmm. and you've all got classes this uh, uh, in the afternoon, early evening. Um, doesn't really matter what the classes are. Uh, but you have a bit of a break now, an hour or so, uh, between classes. What do we find you doing? How do you, when you're on campus, how do, and you have to, you know, and you've got time to kill, how do you choose to kill it? How do you choose to spend that time, that free time? Get my gun. <laughs> I'm gonna be like polishing up uh, Echo. So you're doing maintenance, maintenance on your mat. Yeah. Cool. Like and just think. overall hanging out with them. I think. Sure. When uh, what is so hanging out with uh, with your mech, Yeah. Yeah. So what does what's the demeanor of your mech again? Childish. Yeah. Cool. Take it out to play Pass. ball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so as you're as you're uh, touching up the paint. Um, is that the on-call phone? Keep going. It's probably nothing. Sure. Fair. Um, yeah. So as you're as you're like polishing up your mech, um, they, they or she? Uh, she. She. She says to you, um, actually, I have a better question. Did she choose the dinosaur form, or did you? choose the dinosaur form. She did. Mm. Cool. Resolved. Um, Alright, well, interesting. Um, I think uh, she is asking you a bunch of questions about uh, various dinosaurs and stuff and prehistoric creatures. How equipped do you feel to answer those questions? Well, I feel like I would be equipped to, like, I, I think I, she would know a lot of, about dinosaurs because uh, her younger siblings knew that. Cool. Like they were interested and, and, and 
she and she was interested for them and well that puts yeah. the holy spin on dino mode <laughs> yeah so she's like asking like a bunch of questions like oh you know do you have how how like what do you think the jaw strength of a tyrannosaurus was like and like you know how what do you think like they're they're like do you, what do you think they're like feathers look like do you reckon that they had like cool feather markings or like what kind of if you had to like think of like what kind of bird they'd look like what, do, what kind of bird do you reckon their feathers would look like chicken what is the best dinosaur Oh, yeah. Best dinosaur. Mm. Yeah, what do you think the best dinosaur is? Well, personally, ooh, knocked over my water bottle. The wontons. Well, there's definitely a reason why you're an iguanodon, because they're my favorite. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense why I picked it. Yeah. Because I think I said something about, I, I think I was talking about Iguanodons a little bit as a, as a bit of a small talk when we first met. I wish we could travel off the island because I'd like really like to go to like a dinosaur museum or something. That'd be really that cool. would be really cool. I wish we could do that. Do you think we could do that maybe, possibly? Do you think that might be possible? I can't see why not. I'd just have to see if I, I could. I mean, I'm things not. to consider. It's yeah. a, war, a It's a war machine. It's also quite large. Maybe upload it to a drone or something. Mm. Upload it to AI oh. to a drone. Yeah, well, you can stream it, I guess. Fight your way into the museum. Hey, <laughs> it's a war museum you can see some of the remains of the dinosaurs that we've just landed on this mech belongs in a museum it needs enrichment activities <laughs> i'll see what i can do uh see how i can uh, get get you, you need to get it as close to its natural environment uh, around without having to take you in the mech form if i can do that as much as echo can shrug it shrugs you can sort of like a yeah. Of a shrug. Yeah, if you can do that, that's cool. And then you know they they go back to in uh, you know asking you endless questions about dinosaurs. Yeah. Alrighty, so uh, my gentleman is going to take uh, uh, Sophie Marcus Synergy and take Dorothy uh, out uh, for a for training. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And they're going to head uh, out, uh, get to the get to the water around the island, go out a short way, and then just, if it's possible for the mech to float, to float on the surface, and he's just going to climb out with a book. Uh, uh, they're going to agree on some music to start playing. What's the something music? A little, I feel like something a little tropical. Uh, I love that you're listening to tropical music and it's the middle of winter and we've agreed it snows. Yeah, so, um, I just see like the mech's laying on its back, you're laying on it, the, maybe the heat of the engine is keeping you from freezing. Yeah. Uh, a bit ice in the water drifts past, is it just like this? Well, I don't know if it's ice, but I think there might be like, yeah, because I think the ocean freezes at a weird temperature. A polar bear sort of drifts um, It's not in the poles, but I do think that there's a. You know where a, the poles are a now. Light uh, drifting of snow. He's just gonna like, you know, maybe in like a, a, a jacket in addition to the end or just like lie like on top of like the mech as it's floating with a book and just have a quiet uh, read and a bit of a uh, potentially chill chat but it's very much not a 
a training or maintenance run, but a just chance to get away and have a relax. The book that you're reading, is it something that Dorothy is interested in as well? Um, I feel it is. Uh, and What's the he topic? would be, I feel it would be, I feel it would be a romance novel. Uh, and it's nothing necessarily that uh, Leo is, is enjoys, but is not as interested in. But he knows that Dorothy really likes. So he'll be, he might even be reading chapters out loud or sentences out loud. Like, you're not going to believe this. In this section, he tells her, you know, such and such, and it's like, and just sort of like gently, sort of chiding her, and and she in return being like, well, maybe. If you acted like that, you wouldn't be alone and you'd have a nice girl to take home. Instead <laughs> of being so cold and aloof all the time. Dorothy's like, or a nice boy. Yeah, you yeah. Know? nice no. partner. You know, I'm not going to judge. <laughs> He's just like, this is, this is ridiculous. Why would you spend so much money on roses when they're just going to have a nice... That's the point, Leo. They're ephemeral. Just like their love. I don't see how it's romantic to be reminded of our own mortality. Because it reminds you that, you know, you've got to commit to them. Actually, what is Dorothy's demeanor before I continue? Um, no, you're kind of on that. So her demeanor is sort of, um, sisterly, but she's a bit, like, she's a bit cheeky, uh, and will, like, try and stir people up. Yeah. But there's also that sort of care factor in there for folks. Like, um, yeah, being reminded that, you know, you've only got so much time on Earth, you know, and so you have to, you have to commit to the moment, you know? You can't just go around hiding behind your illness that is your mortality, I mean. Uh... Their like hand sort of like drifts through the water, makes a slight splash, you know, or something. So I should just approach a partner and be like, I'm gonna die soon, but hey, how about we have a good time in the lead up? Well, I don't know if I'd open with that, but <laughs> it's a place to start. <laughs> you know, it's a conversation starter. Look, what if we compromise and we go for a nice metal carved rose it's still I mean that's very cool if you do it yourself you know it shows a level of care and dedication and dexterity we're not having this conversation again <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> you go back to reading your novel yes. <laughs> I'm sure End Book of up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what Ricardo is doing. <laughs> and he's using his finger. That, Never mind. This, I'm going to the next. This is too blue. Uh, and what are you doing between classes? Um, between classes, I feel like Knox uh, would be sort of sitting with uh, Penumbra. And working on his little tab on their little tablet mm-hmm. and trying to like getting input from Penumbra to make a simulation so that they can perform better than they did last time. Ah, you're trying to find ways to not take so much damage. Yes. Yeah, fair. So just like maybe if we 
simulate this, we can learn to do better because I don't want you destroyed and I don't want me destroyed and I don't want us to be destroyed together. I think per number of order. How many numbers demeanor? Uh, demeanor driven and stoic. They have a professional partnership. Yeah. Um, I mean, it would be a slight sacrifice in maneuverability, but we could take, we could attempt to acquire heavier armor plating. I was thinking about that. It's just the, you know, maneuverability, harder to explode. I mean, the other option is we could also try a shield that's a little less armor, but a less weight. Um, but then only one directional. Well, and also it's not, it's an active defense rather than a passive defense. But it's something. Um, Do you have a preference for one over the other? They both have their drawbacks. Mm. And you are the pilot. But you are the mech. Mm. What? <laughs> Which will ruin my figure less. <laughs> the shield could have multiple benefits. We could use it to aid the others as well. If we use mm. the... Uh, Heavy armor might also limit our impersonation gear. Yes, which is what I was thinking. Impersonation and the, kit. The heavier shielding and armor will only protect us, it won't give it, put us in the position to be able to protect the rest of our team, whereas if we have a shield, we can absorb more damage while uh, providing at least some sort of cover, maybe. You can potentially thwart damage. Yes. Um, hmm. Look, it's possible. There's something to ask. Uh, Ask uh, requisitions about yeah. or Garcia. How about if we run a simulation of both and see how it fits with our fighting style? Sure. So you you know playing through this simulation. Yeah. Uh, cool. And then I think uh, you know you you go to your afternoon classes and then afterwards you. Uh, I'm slightly late to the afternoon class. How are you training? Well, you should be punct training to be punctual. Um, you get uh, two messages uh, are at the end of the day. Um, one is from the school board, and you can tell that it's direct, well, from the school board, from the school um, headmaster, and is directed to everyone in the school, uh, and is telling you that there will be a uh, state ball occurring um, at the end of the month that you are all expected to, uh, all first years will be expected to attend. Um, uh, there will be, uh, military officials visiting and, uh, people from, uh, high ranking military families and things like that, uh, as well as, uh, certain celebrities relevant to, and national heroes there. Uh, you know that the purpose of the event uh, is to uh, show how the um, heroes of our nation's past are helping to guide and forge the heroes of our nation's glorious future. Um, yeah. Uh, and then the other message 
is from Garcia, telling you that um, he's going to the ball. Of course, he's going to be at the ball. Yes. Uh, no, it's a message from Garcia, and it says that um, I need you to meet me at my uh, quarters. Normally, he would meet you at the hangar Ooh. or at your place. Risque. He needs you all to meet him at his uh, meet them at their quarters because they have a uh, matter of great urgency Glad and secrecy that they need to discuss with you. Yeah, they do. Uh, and I think yeah. we'll take a quick break to grab our lunch, our dinner, and we'll come back to that yeah. meeting with Garcia. I'm really excited please. about this pasta. You're so excited for the really pasta? Yeah, All right. please, really nice. please tell me, Sophie, that your message tone is the Jurassic Park theme. <laughs> yeah, what is <laughs> Wouldn't that... that We haven't established how far in the future uh, we yes, are. They, uh, from our archives. <laughs> that could be thousands of years out of date. We don't know. It's still contemporaneous. <laughs> sure. Still relevant. Sure. <laughs> It's a, a, it's a, a classical Earthican waltz. It's a techno version of that. Of course. Alright, we'll see you all in a second. And we're back after a lovely dinner. Hello. Oh, man, that Hello. pasta was so good. So good. A lovely, lovely pasta. Uh, cool. So, um, we're off to see Garcia at Garcia's domicile. Uh, so, unlike uh, all of y'all, where you have your like little individual housey things, the teachers live in like an apartment complex that's sort of near the. I mean, I would argue your accommodations are better than theirs. Ah, so I could teach. Um, but they don't have to share kitchens, I guess. They have their own kitchens. Or a shared bathroom for that matter. It's a roller coaster ride of house envy. Yeah, indeed. Uh-huh. So you, yeah, the, their apartments are sort of near the dock that like goes to the mainland and stuff like that. Um, and uh, and you know you go over to see Garcia and uh, they uh, buzz you in and you go up to the second floor, and knock mm-hmm. on their door and they open it up and they say, "Please come in." We enter. Uh, you want in? Yeah, they sort of like look around as you come in and close the door. Uh, and you see them gesture to like a uh, island, like a breakfast bar, island counter thing. Oh, nice. Um, and then you see them like, a, you know, clicker button uh, that closes the blinds. Uh, and then they uh, sit on the kitchen side. Of the breakfast bar. What is, what is the vibe of the room? So the click. I think the room is just looking around. I think the room. I think it is sparse but unclean. You know, yeah. it's not a lot of stuff. What is there is messy. But oh, but what oh, oh, but no. what there is is it's a little messy. It's oh, sort no. of like like you can see the bin is slightly too full. Can I just and say like that the is OCD as well. And there's like a top couple of cups sitting in the sink. And there's a dishwasher there that is clearly full of clean dishes. Um, you know, you see that there's a little bit of dirt around the around the place. There's 
a strewn cushion on the couch. I'm just gonna oh fix that cushion. <laughs> There's no time. I don't care. You're like looking over there, like ah, uh, and they sort of like come to the island and like stop. And you see them pull a thing out of their jacket pocket, and it kind of looks a yeah, little bit. It looks a little bit like the voice recorder that we're that we've got running today, except they step it, they sit it upright, and you see them press a button on it as they set it down, and it sort of like glows blue. Um, Do you have any idea what it is? Um, what's your technical? Zero. Plus one. I think you would know that this is some kind of like noise machine jamming device thing. But it's so quiet. Uh, it's kind of like the fan actually in that it's probably louder on a microphone. Um, it's hot. You will abide us a fan. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. It is very hot. It's almost 40 degrees. Indeed. We Australians, we hot right now. Yes, yeah, we're all we Australians are. descended from not Australian... Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? No, it's not the word. We're all from all places that are not this hot, I believe. I mean... My family's definitely from colder places than this. Yep. I was certainly born back, in Sydney. How far back are we talking? I don't know, like a generation is enough. Yeah, no, we were in hot, hot places. Oh, well, anyway, the point is, I'm, I'm certainly not acclimatised to this heat. I'm a Sydney gal. Yeah. Sy- I'm I mean, not good with Sydney's the humidity. Horrible. The heat's alright, the humidity is evil. Thankfully, it's snowing on this island. <laughs> um, yeah, so they, you can tell that it's like a... It's some kind of... White noise generator. Yeah, but also probably jams like bugs or whatever. Yep. Um, the anti-eardrop device. Nox <laughs> will raise an eyebrow but say nothing. So... How far away is this cushion? On the other side of the room. <laughs> I'm just going to make my way over to that cushion. Sort of pauses and watches you as you go over to their couch. I like to think we all turn just like... Watch you as you go across the room. The other eyebrow raises to join the previous one. And what he and you fix the cushion? Yep. And cool. just join back over. Cool. <laughs> I had to do it. Uh and then uh Yeah. And then they're like So Have you seen the bin? Right. I don't want to. Sorry. Dusty is like glaring all day. <laughs> like, so, I have something that I want the three of you to do. And you can decide how you want to do it. Uh, build the mission as you will. All I care is that you get me the thing that I require. Okay. This is all very cloak and dagger. Uh, is it more cloak than dagger? More cloak than. Say more dagger than cloak. It's a little bit. Uh, where's the sheet that I'm looking for? Uh, oh. It's a bit more havoc than hardware. It's a bit more havoc than hardware. <laughs> I must have left it at home. Um, 
Also, periodically, uh, Ramona also is eyeing off the dishes <laughs> <laughs> that are unwashed. So, uh, the the bows are moving uh, several. Uh, shipments across the island uh, this week. They're moving them from uh, a weapons testing area and general research space on the far side of the island to the main dock. Uh, and they sort of gesture towards the closed uh, blinds because, uh, you know, the dock is out that window. Um, they're going to be doing these tests. They're going to be doing this all week. It is a test that their uh, mentor is running for them. I need you to get me one of whatever it is they're shipping and deliver it to the hangar. Why? Because I'm your superior officer and your teacher and your mentor, and I control your grades, and I'm setting you a task to evaluate your readiness. I would like to, in my evaluation of readiness, be noted that I am asking for reasons about why we should do something that will likely land us in trouble if we are caught. Is this an actual test of the school, or is this a personal quest of yours. Do I strike you as someone that would use my students for my own personal gain? I suppose we're about to find out. Ooh, clever. I've told you all the information that I have. Good luck putting together a mission. You have six days. And is there a specific time on that sixth day? Beard that well, yeah. When they've stopped shipping them, there'll be no more of them to steal. Got it. Sure, it's not the sixth cry of the rooster at sunrise. <laughs> you must find the jade monkey before yeah. the next full moon. Yeah. Um, uh, are there any other questions? Do we know their max capabilities? I trust you're, you are more than capable of finding that out. <laughs> Especially, and is, uh, Garcia is looking pointedly at you. Uh, um, mm-hmm. I forgot your character's name. Nox. Nox. Looking pointedly at Nox. Um, I have every faith in your ability to acquire that information. I'm sure I don't know what you're talking about. Mm, I'm sure you don't. Talking about your hacking skills. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Leo, for making that clear. You seem to be having some trouble. Mm. Uh-huh. If... So I'm going to whack you over the head again. <laughs> wow. Just lightly. It's like a mother's cap. Give you a smile. If we get into trouble, can we count on your support? I will aid you as I can. If you need additional modules or weapons or other support, you are, as always, 
capable of asking me, and I will fulfill your request to the best of my ability. Okay. But let's let's say that we get into a fight. Into a fight or exposed. Can we count on you to step in and assist, or are you going to pretend that you do not have any knowledge of what is transpiring? Is this black ops or is this white ops? Is this colorless ops? Wouldn't have I don't expect plausible deniability. Okay. You haven't been too quiet so far, so. I expect once you begin your operation, there will be no hiding that it's happening. Well, hopefully your speed will be enough. We'll do our best. This is Sophie asking. Mm -hmm. um, who, who are who are the? They still uh, retrieving the thing from again. You are taking the item from. He, he, they refer to them as a group called the Bows. You right now you know that they are other students. Um, does anybody here know the Bows beyond that is another team? They are in your year. I don't know. Do we? I, no, that's why I'm asking you. I don't think Leo does because I don't think that he would have been interested enough to engage with them. It's not a role. It's just a do you? Yeah, how much? Decide. How much do you socialize with other students? How much do you keep up to date on the other members of the class? I feel like um, Knox and Penumbra pay less attention to who the other pilots are and more to the other mechs. Right. Sure. I'm also like more keeping an eye on, on the specs and sure. that sort of thing. In that case, as you... As like, hey, I'm going to hack in so I can find out about these proto You CMS. definitely have heard of uh, Strongbow, Shortbow, and Crossbow. Oh, that's cool. I'm into that. Spelt, uh, spelt B-E-A-U. Ugh. Bonus points if Longbow is like a fucking lily expert. Longbow is range. I mean, strongbow, shortbow, and crossbow. Yeah. I'm very into that naming sequence. I am not. Uh, do I know anything about the next specs? Um, what stands out about the next specs? Let me put on my mix specs. <laughs> you know that all our mechs just wear specs. You yeah, know specs. that we their team That's what we specializes be called. We be specs. in uh, escort missions. And also they train for escort they're training for escort and they are interested in uh, in the same way that you all seem interested in getting up close and personal, they're very interested in protecting, uh, protecting moving targets, um, and kind of being a mobile defense force is kind of their interest. Cool. So 
that might be mean that they're used for like to escort people out of like a tough like out of dangerous situations mm. or like temp like oh we'll deploy these three mechs to protect this facility for a short period of time get until we can until we can get another places. support indeed stuff like that and also this thing that uh we're retrieving is is for some sort of training you said that is what garcia said yeah okay so i feel like in this situation the uh imitation impersonation kit and hack and jamming gear will be very useful Mm, I didn't think about jamming gear actually in regards to their shared module that could make things interesting I'm just like I'll pretend to be one of you and I'm going to stop you from talking to each other Mm. okay can I so I think are you going to talk to Garcia can I attempt to make a or suggest uh, a motions roll to uh, I want to say something to him to see if it can try and like glean some more information about this you're trying to understand his emotions yeah that yeah, sounds yeah. like uh, that sounds like then reach out with your feelings excellent that actually when looks you, really well when you try to mind. when you try to connect with someone and understand their side so, so are you trying to say something to prompt them to share? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, Garcia. So, obviously, we're going to do this because you are instructing us to. But I need you to understand that trust goes both ways. We are potentially risking our grades, standing places in the academy depending what is at stake here and I am confident you have your reasons but it would be really appreciated and motivational to us to know why we're doing this like I said before we're meant to be the well we're training to be the best of the best not mindless mooks in an army that ask how high to jump when their commanding officer tells them. We want autonomy. Give right. a little to get a little. Sure, alright. Yeah, Roll me cool. 2d6 plus your emotions. Oh, I wish my emotions was better. I got 7. Look. 4 and 3. On a 7 and 9, ask one question from the following list. How do our goals align? How can, how can I help you? Uh, what are you hoping I'll see? Do you guys think... I'm thinking either how do our goals align or what are you hoping I'll see? I can see either of those working. Do you think so? I'm inclined to go how do our goals align? Yeah, because you probably won't answer what, what are you expecting? He has to. Uh, so these questions represent um, represent you reading their emotions. Mm. Questions are just phrased in okay. particularly pointed ways. So it's not yeah. you asking those. It's you, the player, asking their character these their player this these questions. So it's you asking me. And so, like, 
one possible interpretation of what are you hoping I'll see might be like if somebody's shouting about like on the battlefield about how much like they don't need anybody they don't need anyone's help and you go what are you hoping I'll see they might be like I do need someone but mm. the right someone you know it's that thing of what are you what are you hoping someone might push through to find out about you or what are you hiding from someone else but I want you, want someone to see specifically stuff like that um, as to as for uh, you know how do our goals align it might be like you know you're fighting an enemy and you ask how do our goals align it might be like you both want to protect the innocent yeah yeah I think the other one um, the what do you think what are you hoping I'll see what are you hoping I'll see okay we'll go with that one sure look at it um, Garcia is hoping that you will see that there are two tests here and uh, it doesn't matter which test you decide to take they're both valid um, okay. uh, nice. there are two possible tests here um, yeah I think that's probably enough for you to that's work out what's going enough. on yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like I said, like I said, like, fucking like getting us to like do some black market shit. <laughs> no. Alright. Okay. Just see what the other team has over us. Maybe. You guys got any other questions or are we done here? I think I'm good. I can. I think we're ready, we're ready to find out what, what these guys have and get from them get one from them. Sure. They show you out. Right. Wonderful. Well, let me know when you're On making way your out, way to the hand. I'm just going to like fix a couple of things. Oh, you're just like, oh, you should, you should. Do you want us to take out your trash for you? He's like, oh, it's fine. You can do your dishes. No, it's fine. Go. You have work to do. I'm just going to fix a picture frame yeah sure yeah you go to yeah <laughs> you go to drag there's one picture <laughs> there's, there's one what uh ramona i can drag ramona there's out. one picture frame in this uh whole apartment it is a picture of garcia and uh and and a couple of other people and a mech that you don't recognize Ooh. uh the painting is the only thing, the picture rather, is the only thing in the whole place that is in some way dirty, but it is slightly askew, and you go to fix it. Who are these guys? You have work to do, but they go to shoe you out of their apartment. And, uh, as, I, as I go to leave, just say, nice mech, uh, and then allow myself to be shooed out. Thank you. He closes the door. Thank you. Nox just throws a salute. While these two are doing that, sort of, she's just like, yep. I think as you're you're walking out, you actually see Akihiro, the teacher that you fought last week. They sort of nod to the the two, uh, the three of you. They're like, oh. And they keep walking past you. Salute. Yeah. They've got like a six pack of beer and like Curtis, I'll and salute. like a and like an instant uh, noodle uh, cup in their hand as they're walking to the door. Curtis, I'll salute Akihiro, but I won't salute my own teacher. Yeah, you won't support your own teacher. 
Yeah. Uh, so where do you, where do the three of you go from here? Um, and what information do you share before we jump into interludes? So we'll jump into interludes because you can use interludes to plan for missions and stuff. I would head just, to yeah. the dorms so that um, Nox can pass on what little bit that they know about the bows. So you can yeah. 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 So you all go back to your dorm. And also we can plan out what we're doing. Sure. Um, so you get back to the dorm mm-hmm. and where do we begin? Where do we, actually, where do you all sit down to have this conversation? I main communication. Definitely yes. lounging on a beanbag, just like sprawled into it. I'm gonna um, grab you by the ear and pull you to the table. De- violently resisting. I get no. I, just, I get to the table. I turn around and go back to the beanbag. Yeah. I'm gonna pull your shirt and say, "Sit down at the fucking table." <laughs> Does anyone? Do you chime in on this? Who's more comfortable in being bagged? It's fine. Mark says and drags the chair over next to the beanbag. I was expecting Leah to drag the beanbag. I was literally about to say we'll compromise and drag the beanbag over. I like to work at a table. Mark's already dragged over the chair. (laughs) I like to work with a surface in front of me. Nice spot on the floor. We're just here. Knox gets up. Drags the table over, <laughs> sits down in their chair next to the beanbag. I'm just picturing the scene in Men in Black Smith drags the whole ass fucking. Table. I just watch her drag the and like it would have been easier to move the beanbag in the chair. But would it have been as extra? No, no, it would not. Have I was committed. Sit over here. So you're now sitting at your. Me- rearranged. <laughs> she just like seated tip of my hair over the table's surface. Which is sass coming up. Uh, cool, where do we begin then? Uh, Nox pulls out their data pad mm-hmm. tablet. Um, Can I take this on? Do we it's have. A little bit dark. Yes. There <laughs> should be a light switch. Uh, Whoa. Oh, my. my eyes! Yeah! I've been sitting in the dark for too long, guys! Is there any sort of projection Yeah, it's, ability? it's the distant future, the cool. year 2000. Um, and Nox will project a picture of each of the three uh, bows mechs. Yeah, so um, you see short bow, uh, strong bow, and crossbow. Uh, Do they look like they're built for a specific purpose? I will, I'm going to let Ro yep. finish. Um, so... I don't know a huge amount. This is just what I've been able to glean in my extracurricular studies about everyone else in our year and the school. Uh, They seem to specialize more in escorts, protecting moving targets, more mobile defense force. They're less uh, striking a target, more defending a target, like getting supplies it, where they need to go. It's worth or... thinking of them as a fast shield. Um, yes. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, I can tell you that um, I can tell you that uh, crossbow is towards the the pilot the crossbow as a weapon system and piloting team are towards the top of the board mm. uh, for marksmanship in your year yes. nice 
That's cool. So not necessarily number one because I don't feel like ranking it. ranking everyone yeah. in the fucking class. Look, I'm still into it. But they're towards the top. They are going to be dangerous. They I mean, are specialised in aiming for that and they are near the top of their the ranking. ranking in that. Yeah. Even though I'm probably not. Marksmen should be less of an issue for us, provided we see them first. Close the distance. None of us are particularly well shielded, as has definitely been brought to my attention since our last class. But if they're mm-hmm. a marksman, we just have to close the distance. Yes. Which we are uniquely suited to do. We are. Jump close to them. Bam! I was thinking if we can cause some sort of distraction, maybe a using my jamming module and I impersonation also. kit, it might be easy to get in to slip in and get what we need and then slip out while they're distracted with a big noisy flash and bang. If they're specialists at escort, I don't think that they're gonna be falling for the old light show away from the payload. No, as I said, it was a beginning of an idea. But we certainly could cause some sort of distraction, doesn't have to be a textbook's distraction. How much is Leo, as the as you're discussing these potential uh, assault plans, how much is Leo thinking about what they gleaned from Garcia? Um, he is turning it over in his mind and he's like, what um, Knox just said, he's all like, that tracks with that there are two tests here. Um, because they're obviously suited to defense and we're obviously suited to the offense. So like both teams are going up against their, both teams are in their element, but also against their natural enemy. Um, but he's, he's trying to figure out what exactly what the tests are. Mm-hmm. So we'll get to the, like he, he is going to share that information, but it's just yeah, that's that's has to be true. Yeah. But like this, this, this tracks. Yeah. Cool. The what? test could be whether or not we refuse to do this clandestine mission altogether. Mm. Just a thought, it's not terribly uh, above board and necessarily sanctioned with the use of the white noise machine. And it's worth noting that in the past when Garcia has given you a mission, they've sent you a data packet. They didn't do that this time. Mm. Yes. But so there could be another reason for the test of our capabilities or the test of our uh, knowing what a mission is. Legit. Test of your principles. Principles and commitment. So I guess we could pass both of them. Smirks. No one can see because he's under the table. We go in, we liberate one of the items, then perhaps we go to the board, explain what we've done, and that we are turning this back over to their... Interesting. I definitely feel there are two tests here. We pick which one we do. Although I'm not 
<laughs> Come here, baby girl. Look at Fluffy. She refuses <laughs> all the does. time with you. <laughs> Games. Oh. Such a fluffy soft kitty. Thank you. Meow. I was talking to Meow. We can be honest, Sophie. It's okay. It's all right. I get it. She's a selfie fluffy kitty. She is. So, yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily think the two tests are about if we choose to do it or not. I think it's about how we go about doing it. I mean, for instance, we could go in, Max, guns blazing, or, I mean... We know who they are, the pilots are, we could deal with them before their escort mission. I mean, I don't feel like it's necessary to go in their guns blazing first up. If it, if it turns... I mean, we go for the prize the way Garcia appears to be expecting us to. We suit up in our mechs, we challenge them in the field, whether directly or through trickery. I'm saying we could potentially solve this incapacitate them before they get into their necks yeah. find out where their dormitory is lace their foods with something they're incapacitated makes the items an easy target see if they're open to bribery we could infiltrate their own mechs but we've got mechs might not be happy about that a secret weapon up that sleeve. We could... We You're good at talking to people. Mm. Maybe you can go and have a bit of a chat with them, do a bit of fishing, see if you can get any useful information for whatever we decide to do. I'm not really interested in expanding that kind of effort, but... I mean, I could give it a go. Another idea, they're only escorting the mission, they're not driving the mission. We find out who the driver of the items that they're transporting is, see if we can replace them in the meantime when they're doing the loading, get the item. I feel like it might be worth pointing out, this game does support the pilots taking action outside of their mechs. Yes. yes. Might not be clear, so I thought I should point that oh, out. Yeah, as well. So like, we can just try and like fucking... I do as well. It's we one of the reasons the remote piloting module exists. It's also one of the reasons you have pilot gear as well yeah. as, um, as Beck gear on the gear list that you can tick. Ramona could probably find that out from them if they know. Um, so finding out what, like, not specifically, because they probably won't actually tell what the item is, but like, what, what maybe in invite them to a friendly dinner. We could do a round of so we could do multiple rounds of interlude. We could do a round of interlude, gather some information, and then reconvene and decide mm -hmm. what we want to do. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cool. Uh, I will, before we do anything though, I need to repair Penumbra. If this does turn into a fight, I can't go in with well, you, more of my mech broken than unbroken. I guess these two could do That's research and you could spend your interlude doing repairs. Mm. Yeah. Uh, cool, so shall we move to interludes? Yeah. Uh, Leo, this track like you probably need to one day. Mm-hmm. Yes, but there's no point in going in underprepared if I don't have to this early in our training. 
saying it's a good time to see how you handle it. To me, I need to start a clock. You need a six-segment clock because you have six rounds of interlude you can possibly do. And I guess if you really severely stuff up, I can tip that forward more. Indeed. That's a good way to do it. Um, so we'll flip this page over. And we'll do uh, delivery. I think they want you to find out about the pilots. Yeah, any any sort of thing that like Leo would totally be like, you know, you could like don't be super obvious, but you could like attempt to flirt with them. You could attempt to like be a classmate, checking in on what they're doing. You could try and brag and see if they like see if they have any allergies that we could exploit. I feel. I do feel. I feel like a dinner is coming coming up. Before we do the like, before we do individual action, should we decide like what sort of course of action that we're actually looking to achieve to focus things, or should we keep our options open and see what I'd comes up? I'd say keep our options open okay. for the first interlude um, and see what comes up because that may inform which tack yeah, we yeah. take, whether it's full frontal assault or you know. I just realised something that interlude table is missing we should decide what we're doing by like once we get past the third clock so we don't get to the end of it and we're like we have all this like wide information but nothing specific to I, I agree yeah. so once this clock gets to three ticks you guys want to make your decision on what you're going to do and then use your remaining yeah, ticks yeah. to to be more specific yeah mm -hmm. yeah sure so the way this clock is going to work, as I said just a second ago, is I'm going to put a tick on for every round that we do. So everyone gets one interlude that's around. Um, and if a failure is sufficient in that, I may do an extra tick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that isn't necessarily like the ticks aren't don't necessarily directly correspond to days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just those. Yeah. Um, and the thing that I realized the interlude system could use is something specifically pertaining to like doing something one-on-one -on -one with someone else. Mm. Um, so like, you know, you ask someone else out on a date or you and your mech spend uh, time, time together or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, I've just written that down as a note for myself. I don't really have, um, I, I don't really know specifically how that one will work yet. But uh, it's a thing, and that's part of the reason to test the interlude thing, because I still don't know how it works. Um, so, you want to get a start, stuff? Indeed. Do you have an idea what you want to do? Sure. Um, Tell me what you are thinking of, and I'll see if I can if it matches to one of the existing ones, or if we need to write a new interlude move. Um, I was thinking of just, I guess. Approaching, uh, which, which one's the leader? You don't have that specific information yet. Do you know no, some, do, do you, uh, do you know a way you might be able to find that out? Um, is there someone you might know or is there some other thing that might be related to that? And this doesn't have to have already been established. The classmates who might know. I mean, geez, who's our leader? Yeah. Garcia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Legit. look, it's not Knox. I feel like a, a group like the Bows would have some sort of leader. 
I one die to roll them all. That's a good assumption. Yeah. Um. Bow pride. One bow. I will tell you this for free: the bows are siblings. Find them. There are three of them, and they're siblings. Are they all named Bo? Bo is their last name. Right. Specifically, Lebo. Oh. Which means the handsome. I mean, are they handsome though? Ah, yes. Oh, yeah, it occurs to me you put up photos of their mechs, and I forgot to get back to that. Ah, right. So. I think that's worth pointing out, give Sophie a bit of a chance to think uh, about their mechs. Uh, Shortbow looks kind of angular and aggressive, but also kind of like. I can't think of a way to describe it other than like sexy. Like. Femme It's kind of got like curves and is like. kind of like. A sexy kind of, almost like a, like um, I guess femme fatale is close, but it, like if a femme fatale, if a if a Bond girl had a Bond car, oh, it would look like this. Yeah, so it's an Alfa Romeo towards Toyota. <laughs> um, Strongbow uh, is a large rugged kind of um still a little bit of that angularness to it um and again much like the like when i say rugged it's a it's a ruggedly handsome mech like chiseled cheekbones yeah like optimus prime oh damn Prime. More than the hands of a prime. The cheekbones of a prime. The legs of a prime. Them hips, <laughs> hips don't lie. <laughs> the unlying hips of a prime. <laughs> um, and then crossbow is unequivocally butch. Oh, like no. it is a butch neck. Um, stocky. Not stocky. It's tall. They're they're all kind of tall. Mm-hmm. Taller than taller than squat. I'll say that. Um, uh, and something else that you can tell from the pictures is that crossbow has a shield. Nice. Um, I don't think any of the others have anything that mm-hmm. uh, would stand out. And crossbow is a competent marksman. Yes. Yeah, crossbow has a shield and is a competent marksman. Is what are the specialties of short and strong? You don't, don't know, know that yet. Mm. Maybe you can find that out. Mm. Uh, but yes. So, do you know anyone Lebeau. that knows the Lebeaus? Or do you, know? do you know the Lebeaus? Do you know, do you know about the Lebeaus? Feel like. Do you have a class with any of them? I mean, you have classes with probably everyone, You've got but like a sexy mathematics class with them. You know, um, I said you probably have classes with everyone, but the classes are probably large enough that you don't have classes yeah. with everyone in your class. But I feel like gear. I would have heard about them. Well, you've kind of heard of everyone. Like I didn't yeah. when I said that you, I'd said the Lebeaus, It wasn't. I. It wasn't that you'd never heard of these students. It's just like. Yeah, I've heard that name called out before, but it's like, mm. fucking... I don't really know who it is. Yeah. Um, 
long. Show me your long tradition. What? <laughs> it's short. Short, strong, and cross, not long. None of them are called longbow because that would have been even further confusing. <laughs> um, I've got lost my train of thought. What am I trying to do? Just tell me what you're trying to, what information you're trying to get, and how. And then um, I will map it to a move. I would like to get to know uh, the pilots better. Sure. And I would like to uh, meet meet with them and like I don't know ask ask them. You know what's a great way to meet people at a university? Mm. A party. I assume having only experienced university through movies and TV shows. <laughs> Pilot party. Well, I mean, yeah. And remember, any any potential information you gain, you could use, like, in the confrontation to do some sweet emotion moves. Indeed. Let's host a pilot party. Well, you don't even have to host a party. Like, you could even be... It could even be that the part that there's already a party going on. But if you want to host a party... I will host If you want to throw a party, by all means, that's in here as an interlude option. Oh, yeah. I'm hosting a party. Cool. Celebrate something with your friends Uh, or welcome... Yeah, throw a party is basically one one of the moves. So you tell us what the party looks like and who's there. Okay, so party is just like and probably where it is. Uh, back it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, in that case, it's probably a small party. It's a small party. Oh, you underestimate students. That's true. How many? I reckon that your your dwelling is comparable to Rowena's house that we're in. So, how many students do you reckon you can fit into a party at this place? How many guys? At least fifty. At least fifty. All right. Uh, look, students pack in like friggin' sardines and they spill outside. Yeah, let's say about 40, 50 people. Sure. Nice. Um, I wonder if I can clone their tablets. Um, and yeah, obviously the bows are invited. Yeah, sure. Um, and uh, the and the party's just basically a get to know all the pilots better kind of party. Leo's idea of hell. <laughs> And also opening opening uh, the doors for these antisocial people. So, um... You're welcome. Penumbra and Leo <laughs> sitting in a corner with their chairs facing the corner so no one else can get in. They're just sitting there, just in a corner. I will drag your chairs back so, into a crowd. So, I have the perfect, perfect frame. Not necessarily a framing question, but the perfect leading question for this. Um, what is the alcohol at this party that you, the host, have chosen to supply? Strong. It's strong, apparently, your friends say. (laughs) Is that what you meant? No, I mean, so different kinds of alcohol denote different kinds of parties. So if you're... Tequila. (laughs) I would say... 
Wine. Vodka party? You can't put cheap. Okay, vodka party. Cheap, classy, good, or get fucked. Apparently it's a vodka party. Which it's a get fucked. That's a get fucked party. <laughs> We're which, gonna get turned. Which tells me that there's lots of mixes. Yep. Yep. Uh, we've got a big punch yeah. that's been liberally spiked. What kind of punch is it? What was the base of this punch? Vodka. <laughs> a vodka flavoured punch. The so vodka you had a vodka base, punch which you which then is, spiked. Which is then, fla- which is then spiked <laughs> with a bit of fruit juice. So it's mostly vodka. It's, it's a two-litre two bottle of vodka. <laughs> And then a can of fruit salad. Like it, like a, a typical, you know, university student <laughs> punch. It's mainly alcohol with a bit of fruit juice flavouring. <laughs> wonderful. We'll wonderful. just destroy our bathroom. Sure. <laughs> so I'm talking about him putting, putting, putting laxatives in. Don't do that. <laughs> do not do that. You Come here, look away. You will not. Look away. You will, you will regret it. Look away. You're also gonna clean the bathroom if you do. I'm not putting laxatives in the bathroom. So lots of people are partying, and um, and you know you can see you see like uh, you see some people like that you you see some folks that you've maybe seen around. I will drag you out by your hair. So actually, here's a question that I want to ask all of you. Uh, no, you all know people here and stuff like that. Um, there is a pilot that has brought their mech that has a sound system in it. What's the name of the mech and what's the name of the pilot? Beatbox. Beatbox. That's actually Beatbox. a really good name. Beatbox. I was about to say is that the pilot or the mech? No. Yes. Or is the mech called Box and the pilot's called B? Yeah. Yes. Cool. Together they form the Beatbox. Nice. Some reason my mind just like Sanchi Crossroads. <laughs> it's very inaccurate. Yeah. Louise. Wow, I fucking hate, hate Sarji so um, much in season you one. Like electric dance music. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's so much electric music. <laughs> fucking all the EDM. <laughs> yeah, fucking sandstorm. Ah uh, yes, one of Earth's classics from the archives. <laughs> Um, but time is cyclical, <laughs> yeah. you know, and there's only so many ways you can combine uh, sounds, Originally right? Originally conceived by Mozart, but put together by Darude. By that rude boy. <laughs> Fuck that. So anyway, so like there's a mecha in at the front of your fucking house. Uh, the cockpit's open, blaring music. Oh, yeah. Um, and you turned. see, uh, you see... Uh, three people come in together, and you can tell they're siblings because they have similar art direction. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you know, when siblings in a show turn up, you can tell that they were all designed together. Like there's like triplets? No, 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 no. It's not necessarily that they look the same. It's like their clothes kind of complement each other. It's like oh. uh, they look like a matching set. Indeed, oh, they look like a matching set. Bones, you know, Are they handsome? Bone structure is the main accurate. So you, one of them is, is one of them uh, has uh, like their hair kind of slicked back but kind of spiky and puffy and it kind of is like uh has like a gray chalk dye in it that's cool um 
and uh, I think the thing that links them together is that they're all wearing uh, they're all wearing pilot jackets, but they look like older pilot jackets from like uh, a previous era of mech pilots. Um, and the one with the grayed hair, their jacket is hanging like really loose and open and is kind of like flowy. Uh, and then you see uh, next to them is like a tall individual and their hair's kind of like spiked up. Um, they're a bit wider. Um, and they, uh, their jacket looks a bit more worn than the other two. Uh, and also has like a couple of patches and things on it, like from like military badges and things like that. And then you see the third one, uh, the other two are male and the third one is a woman. And they have uh, their jacket, they have uh, slashed the sleeves open. Um, into strips, um, and they've and they've uh, so they've slashed between the cuff and the and the uh, oh, shoulder. Um, and so they sort of like walk in. You see them like high fiving people, and you can hear people talking to them. Oh, and something else that stands out. I would uh, also just like to say, as I as I see them come in, welcome to the party. Like, oh yeah, thank you for inviting us. And you immediately can tell that they have, to use anime terminology, European accents. God. They sound distinctly European. Welcome to the party. What? Wait, no. That's what? That's wrong. <laughs> Good job putting me another spot off. Uh, um, I'm going to take a wild stab in the dark and say that the, the woman is Cross's pilot. That's a very good guess. And uh, she walks up to you and she like sticks out her hand towards you. Shake her hand. As you as you go to shake she her it. as you go to shake her hand, she bends down and kisses the back of your hand and says, Hello, I am uh, Sasa Lebeau. Sasa Lebeau. And Sasa. who are you? Uh, my name is Did I give her a last name? <laughs> you don't need to give her a Ramona. I'm Ramona. Wow. Ramona. Yeah. I've heard a lot about you and Echo, but I didn't expect you to be so gorgeous. Wow, thank you. Thank you. Sitting at like a table with a you drink. You certainly look good. I apologize for people at this school, so I haven't heard, I haven't Jeez. heard a lot about you guys. Oh look, it's nothing to, don't be worried about it. We, I, I looked you up when you invited us to, our, uh, to your mm. party. Uh, could I get you a drink? And she sure. leans in close to you. She said, asks. Sure. Like, cool, wonderful. She walks off and then she's walking away. I think you two see this because uh, Ramona is looking at the other two. You see her like looking back to her brothers and making like a, oh my God, like I'm in. And then she like sort of like fades into the crowd, like showing off to her brothers. And I think you see, um, you see the one with the gray hair sort of like run 
his hands uh, through his uh, through his hair and uh, sort of look uh, almost kind of like annoyed for a second and then it's like well I'm also gonna go get a drink but I'm Bobby Bobby LeBeau. Bobby LeBeau. Bobby LeBeau Le is such a good name. And then he sort of looks to his brother uh, as if to say, There, I had good manners. Uh, and then he walks up to get a drink. Nice to meet you, Bobby. Yeah, nice to meet you too, bro. And walk off. He's given you a nickname. Uh, kill him first. <laughs> Uh, and then the last one sort of steps forward and he sort of puts his hand forward and says, uh, I'm Ricky. I'm not going to kiss your hand. I respect that. Thank you, Ricky. Ricky LeBeau. And he shakes your hand and says, uh, so, um, you did, you guys did, your, your team did really interestingly against, uh, Akihiro after you invited this party. I looked up your team and, uh, yeah, you're performing pretty well. Um, you have a fast mech too. Yeah, I've been working on that. It's, uh, in the school! <laughs> it's sort of a new ambition I've picked up. I want to be really... I just feel like I need to be... My speed is uh, something I can really help my team with. How are you interested in harnessing the speed of your mech? Are you going for are you going for ground speed, aerial speed? Are you hoping to speed up the da- the 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 acceleration of your uh, your leap equipment? Um, just I'm just, I just want to be able to be more maneuverable on the battlefield. I want right I general want to be, agility. Yeah, I don't want to be stuck in a in a in a jam. I want to be able to. If, if I need to get out and like get to where I need to be. Have you considered uh, trying to overdrive your uh, acceleration burster? Huh. Yeah, techno battle. <laughs> that's, a, that's an interesting thing I didn't know about. Look, I mean, you sacrifice uh, longevity and durability of the parts, but if you're on a, if, but if you're a team spec for quick assault, then you don't okay. need to worry about that. You just need to be able to accomplish your mission in a set time. Okay. I'll it's not something that you can do if you're like a longer endurance team, but if you guys, if your team's quick assault, then there's no reason why you can't overtax your parts to high heaven. Yeah. If you're not going for endurance. Yeah. I, I think what, one of my uh, team members might be uh, looking to be more uh, durable. Totally fair. Look, I mean, it's 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 that cost, right? You sacrifice you sacrifice speed for durability, or you sacrifice durability for speed. You know, so trim down you, armor, increase yeah. it. So what are you, what are you looking to do using your mech for? Ah, well, I mean. Yeah, my mech. I'm mostly focused on. Look, I'm mostly focused on keeping the uh, the enemy's attention on me. Also, oh, you're a distraction. Mm, I wouldn't necessarily say distraction. I keep my siblings on target. I mean, that's fair. What is your mech's exact specs and passcode? Asking for a friend. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, I pilot. I pilot uh, Strongbow is the name of my mech. Mm. Oh, 
uh, it might be if you were interested uh, and then they sort of look past you and say if you're interested, I think my sister would really love to talk to you about the next, and uh, walks away really quickly as she like walks up. I think you two see her shoot Ricky a look as if to say, what are you doing? <laughs> and then Ricky sort of like fades away uh, as uh, Sasa uh, steps up to you and says, I got you a drink. Oh, thank you. Um, I was just talking to uh your brother, I assume. Yes, Ricky, Ricky is my brother. Yeah, we're all siblings. I, I figured when, when you walked in, it just... You guys gave off this vibe of... Well, we were designed together. Yeah. Oh! Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're factory-grown. Well, not factory-grown. We're, we're, we're custom-made. Our parents had some specific needs they... Uh, you know, when you're part of like a lineage of they want European families, you know, they aristocrats. Want, yeah. all they that want jazz. something specific, so they they go. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. And they had the money to pay for it, and they also had the money to pay to send us to the best mech pilot school on the planet. So here we are. Eugenics in action. Well, I mean, not so much eugenics. Eugenics yeah. is about controlling a population. You're gonna put down my drink and leave when she starts talking about lineages and being made to spec. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally like, fair. But you know, off. I've never really been one to like conform to what other people think of me. And she sort of like steps really close to you. Like, uh, I don't know if we're all familiar with like the theory of l- there's certain personal zones. personal zones and things. And, like there are specific zones for specific kind of relationships and things yeah. like that. She is definitely moved from a a rapidly moved from an acquaintance uh, personal sphere to a intimate personal sphere. I'm just gonna take a little bit of space, uh, take a little bit of step back. <laughs> and when you go to take that step back, like you see her kind of like relax away yeah. from you. It's like, so, um, I was, I, I wanted to, I wanted to get to know you, our host, and like, what, yeah, like, what's the party about, and like, she's like asking you all these questions about like your past and your life, and like, mostly kind of like mundane questions, like where you grew up, which I assume was in Agnatha. Yep. Uh, and you know, um, did you grow up in the city or like the countryside? Mostly in the country. Yeah. You know, she's like asking you all about like what that was like and you know how you first got into mechs and things like that and you know she's she's asking you nice enough questions she's like well yeah i mean it's i i so thank you for i i guess rather than going through all the questions are you open with her do you hold anything back uh, i think i i'm i'm not gonna like I'm not going to disclose everything with her, but I'll I'll go to the point and I'll just say like my back like my background like I'm from the country. I uh, I got it. I got into Max because uh, my siblings were quite uh, they quite enjoyed looking at the Max and uh, uh, I. I found them interesting myself as well, and uh, I'm fighting for them, my family. Yeah, cool. And it's about as much in the background I'll go in. 
Yeah, you fair. Cool. Uh, yeah, and then she's like, well, yeah, I mean, cool. And it's like, I feel like I've been... I feel like I've been talking to you all night, but also, like, it's been barely any time at all. She sort of smiles at you. It's like, did you want another drink? Uh, no, not right now. I'm a little bit... It's a little bit warm at the moment. No, I totally yes. understand that. Did you want to go outside and maybe get some air together? Sure. Okay. She leads you outside. Just mimes. <laughs> yep. I come back as well after a while, like my left hand is like slightly red across the knuckles. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you hadn't come back, then I'll Is there any information that you are specifically trying to get out of Sasa? For information. Um, <laughs> also, that's like a. I know you didn't know this, probably, but it's a. That's a like direct quote from uh, a James Bond movie. What is? Pump her for information. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> anyway. Um, basically, just, uh, I guess, want to get to know her mech and um, her motivations. And motivations for I think when you life. ask her about her mech, she sort of is like, oh, you know, if you want to see my mech, you can go, we can, we can go have a look at it, but I'm mostly interested in, like, getting to know you. I mean, d- does all the pilots have Max have AIs or is yes. it just yeah? Um, I'm just interested to um, get like what what's your your uh, Max AI like? I mean, mine's a little bit like a almost like a child. The quite. I would not describe my mech as a child. No, but and she sort of like grins. <laughs> Mine is. No, I totally get that though. That, that totally makes sense to me. I mean, and, and you know, we all form different bonds and different connections, yeah. but my mech and I have a intimate bond. Okay. Thank you, Rowan. I oh, I see. There you go. I mean, that's 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 okay. That, I mean, that's allowed. That's a good question. Is it allowed? Are you a, is is there any prejudice against romance between pilot and mech? I certainly don't have a problem with it. If that's a thing that, uh, if that's a thing that people want to do, that, that's their is it that's like, their flavor. Is it like frowned upon by the academy trainers? It might compromise pilots. Mm, interesting. I feel like it can definitely be seen out like out to the general public of very stigmatized potentially okay but, ma- but perhaps it's understood amongst yeah, pilots yeah I feel like it'd be pretty pretty like understood and chilled between pilots but like it's not something you'd flash to the general public because they're like you know prejudiced wouldn't understand uh yeah yeah just, and as you're talking about she's like can I show you something depends on what the something is Mm. She sort of like grins at you and she pulls out uh, her tablet and she pulls up a photo and it's a photo of uh, her uh, with her jacket pulled off and uh, next to her mech and she's and you can see that uh, her mech uh, crossbow and her have the same tattoo on their bicep. Mm. 
Oh, um, wow. And it's something in European. What does that say? Uh, it's something in European. It's the family. It, it's the family creed. Um, you know, the old language. Something about love and honor or whatever. But uh, what's more important is what we've uh, written over it. And you can see that there's the, the writing in the European language is in white and then in kind of like a shadow gray, um, kind of between the letters. Um, uh, <laughs> it says, uh, fuck you. I mean, I like it. I can't see it, but I like it. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty cool. We'll probably get more after we've done some proper combat action, but yeah. Mm. We're running these really boring drills at the moment. I just want them to be over. Yeah. We're just doing the same mission night after night after night. So it's at night time. Get into that. Oh, What's that like? What are those missions like? Oh, it's just like boring. We're just transporting something from the weapons testing area to the dock. And then you see um, Ricky is like over in uh over with beatbox and like there is talking about like the back and they sort of like look over at you two like maybe he gets a vibe that you're talking about shit you that maybe sas is not meant to be talking about um did you want another drink and you see Ricky kind of like turn and start walking towards the two of you. And you're definitely getting a vibe from Ricky that he's going to interrupt your conversation. Yeah. Make uh, a cat to try to get something else out of it. Hey, do you want to meet my Mac? Uh, she looks at she's just like, yeah, sure. Let's pretty, go. He's pretty cool. It's pretty cute. She is pretty cute. But. Uh, and she takes you by the hand and leads you over to her uh, monocycle. Uh, and she's like, and, and, and she, you know, and you climb on. Do you climb on with her? Yeah. Cool. Uh, and she's like, so which hangar bay you're in as you sh- shoot off down the road? Uh, so and so hangar bay. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, Cool. I think we might switch to some other interludes and we might come back to this yeah. one. And we can do non-linear time for interludes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, this, you guys can do yours a couple of days before or a couple of days after or that night or whatever. Um, and we can always return to that one. Uh, so, who else has an idea for an interlude? And what time is it at the moment? Because I don't have a... Uh, it's probably, like, 8-ish, I reckon. 826. Oh, wow, wow. I think we'll do our interludes and then we'll do our mission next run. Yep. Um, like we'll do a couple of, we might be able to do a couple of rounds of yeah. interludes. Um, we'll just do interludes until we hit like 10, like 9 or No, she's going to be feverishly repairing Penumbra. Yeah, sure, like in the lead up to the party. 
Yeah, like, or, or I mean, throughout this week until there is a mission. Pretty really. much, like any time off apart from classes. Yeah. If it's not planning this op, it's fixing penumbra. Yeah, and and indeed the narrative may end up being that you are fixing penumbra until uh, yeah, right up until the mission time. Um, is anyone else fixing their mech? Um, I'd definitely do like an overview mm-hmm. of dot. Uh, just to make sure that even though it shouldn't take any damage, that like yeah. everything is in working order. Yeah, um, indeed. Nothing stands out. A bit of a. Um, there's a bit of angry ranting. Uh, perfect European stuff. <laughs> so, clear all harm and conditions. Who's doing the fixing? What scars remain? I'm doing the fixing probably mm-hmm. with the help of some engineers because I don't know that I can fix that amount of damage on my own. It's a lot of replacing parts, I feel. Yeah. But what scars remain? Um, I feel like there would be a difference in the metal from where it's had to be like buffed over and welded. and. So now you've got like a two-tone mech. Yeah. yeah. Like some bits are like, maybe they ran out of the matte finish so it's a shiny gloss. Or, or even that the, that this paint is newer, so it hasn't been aged as much. Yeah. So like the other one's slightly more faded. Um, yeah. Uh, what does Penumbra feel about this? Like when Penumbra is looking at their body as you're repairing them. Um. Probably. Uh A mix between uh, shame and not being good enough to avoid the damage, but also pride in that they took the damage instead of their teammates. Mm. How does Penumbra... How does Nox... Does Nox notice that? Uh, yeah. Does Nox do anything about those feelings? Sort of if, uh, when Nox is buried deep in the internals, you know, replacing a part, um, they'll mention to Penumbra that, uh, scars don't make us any less than we were before they are lessons learned and battles survived and accidentally cuts their hand on some of the metal that they're changing yeah um and it's like look lessons learned and keeps working mark a synergy cool in a loop um, Rio is going to pay a visit to, or attempt to pay a visit to the weapons testing. The weapons testing facility, as mentioned earlier in the session? Indeed, where these were being transported, the items are being transported out of. Oh, yes. Sure. Right. You know that that is on the side of the island where, like, lots of the ranges and stuff are, so it's kind of dangerous to travel to, so you might have to ask permission. 
Okay. Um, it's not that difficult to ask permission, but the point is people will know that you're there. Yeah, no, he's, he would be very, like, he is expressing an interest for potential, like, experimental weapons or custom gear that he may be able to fit to his mech at a later date. Sure. Um, uh, he wants to get a... Yeah. He wants to see if there's any inspiration or if there's anything of interest there. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, Garcia... I think Garcia might be with you then. He's yeah. taking you over there. Like, all right, well, yeah, let's go take a look at the weapon testing facility. Whoops. Take you over there. Like, so, yeah. And they're, like, walking you around. It's like, uh, we should get a guide, shouldn't we? Yeah. That would be... For the best. Uh, so yeah, you you go up to the you know you come into the main offices, well not offices but like a sort of a a greeting area, sort of like uh, there's a, uh, someone there like oh yeah 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 of course uh, I can I I let me I think I think uh, I think Mr Mr Brown is uh, is here today he he can he can help you out they, like phone up and this. You know, see this guy come down, kind of like tanned, leathery skin, uh, uh, mustache like a walrus, um, and and uh, and like a kind of almost like an afro. Uh, it's all grey. Uh, and they come down like, ah, Garcia, I see you brought one of your students along. Oliver, what, what can I do for you? What can I do for you? I'm uh, interested in one day outfitting my mech with what you potentially have to offer. Uh, you've already used some experimental prototypes and they're proving to be highly effective. Honestly, that's the main reason that I bothered to come work here is that we get to strap dangerous new technology uh, to new mechs and then, put them in young, the, I mean... and then put them in the hands of children. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kidding. <laughs> Don't laugh like him a weird look. <laughs> I'm only kidding, I'm only kidding. But it is exciting to be able to work through materials. And the best part about this school is that you're all, all you pilots are so enthusiastic about new gear, you know. And, um, and you're not afraid to try out new equipment, even if it fucks you up. <laughs> even if it exactly. And look... I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, like, I'm not stupid. I know that there's likely going to be a time where we're encouraged to play around with some interesting technology, and I wanted to come over here and express an interest before the rest of the class gets to that stage. I want to be involved. Of course, of course. So, let me ask you this question, young man. Is, has, is there something you have, is there a situation you've found yourself in, in combat, in the testing arena, where you uh, felt like your mech has underperformed? Or perhaps could have performed better if only you'd had the right tool? I feel there have been situations where I've needed more firepower. More firepower. Well, and that's a pretty easy problem to solve. 
you know, there's any number of support weapon systems that you can add into mechs. We've seen omnidirectional flamethrowers, anti-personnel cannons, explosive plating. I've uh. seen plasma field generators. I've seen, uh, I've seen mechs uh, equipped with a kind of uh, freezing mist. Uh, not the best weapon, but it's one. Uh, you know, you can strap uh, any number of missile pods to a mech and blanket a field with uh, with damage. Uh, what I'm, but perhaps the most interesting developments uh, in the arena of more firepower is the miniaturization of battleship weaponry in order to equip it to mechs. Tell me, young man, have you ever heard of a mega particle cannon? I'm gonna assume I have because I have a military background. Uh, a mega particle cannon is like a huge <laughs> fucking, it's like a plasma cannon. The death ray. Um, uh, it can like shoot through buildings. Um, but it uses a lot of power and tends to take forever to recharge. Uh, I'd like to, to crack a, uh, a real fierce smile at that. Uh, I'm familiar. I can think of a number of situations I would have been in where even just one giant fuck-off blast would have been... One well-placed, massive, devastating shot. And I mean, half the battles in the mind, the fear of gods into your enemies. Well, let me introduce you to the Arbalest. And leads you out onto a test field that's like blanketed with snow. Uh, and uh, he points towards this mech. Uh, and it's a, it's a, it's a four-legged mech with one arm and protruding out of its chest is like this barrel drum thing. It doesn't look like it could be a cannon or anything. It kind of looks like almost a well in its chest. Uh, and then you can see it kind of has a backpack. Um, and its head is kind of almost just a cluster of sensors. It is, this is very clearly a platform to attach stuff to. He says, this is the Arbalest in its current configuration to test our particle cannon. I wouldn't call it a mega particle cannon, but a particle cannon nonetheless. Uh, have you seen this mech before? Does it ever leave the island for testing in different environments? Or uh, it's it... mostly just a test mech that we've built. We call it the Arbalest because we're testing a lot of longer range technologies at the moment. And to be honest... This isn't the only weapon of this type we're testing, uh, but Mega Particle Cannon has been the one we have been the most successful with. And honestly, I think it's the best suited to urban environments. It has devastating, uh, has devastating damage output, but also precision accuracy. Uh, but. Uh, let's let's show you its features. Now I can't run the weapon for you, of course, because it takes a lot of power, and we have to t 
tell the power division that we're doing that and make sure that we've got enough reactor energy, blah, 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 yada, yada. And make sure everybody knows that there's going to be a blackout and so on and so forth. Um, but you can see that on the back of it, uh, there's like all, there's this space for all these cables to be plugged in, like huge power transmission cables. Uh, and, uh, and they say, but I can show you the startup that uh, climbs up, uh, the leg of the machine, the cockpit like slides open. He's like, so pretty standard. You have an activation code. Now for a weapon of this type, it's incredibly dangerous, can be considered by some a weapon of mass destruction. Uh, and so the code is normally controlled by your command, but in this instance, and he types in a code, and then we see the barrel kind of, the well on front of it twist and lock, uh, unlock rather, and we see uh, six spikes extend forward and then rings slide up it and stagger out across, along this space. And as it does that, you see the legs on the mech lower and w it widens its base and sort of like locks into position. Now the problem with so far with all of these super weapons that we've attempted to install into the mechs is that, well, you need a very stable firing platform to use them. Uh, and so, uh, you know, you have to be prepared and make modifications for that. And also, unfortunate side effect, tend to only get one shot. Um, now we've tried this in the past of, you know, you may remember if you're up to date on your uh, mech history that uh, in the last century, some mechs were developed to deliver nuclear payloads to the battlefield before the uh, Alaskan Treaty banned the use of nuclear weapons uh, in conflicts. Um, and so now all of those mechs have been decommissioned. And so we move on to trying to find other ways to deliver devastating uh, munitions effect on target. Uh, the Mega Particle Cannon, though, is quite impressive. One second. Where is the super weapon entry? There it is. Uh, it is capable of creating a blast uh, that shreds all in its path, penetrating through buildings, warships, and mountains to reach its target. And then he rattles off about like using super condensed exotic particles, yada, 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 and all the reasons why you will only ever be able to fire it once, but you only need to. Um, he seems to neglect talking about the horrible devastation that such a weapon must leave and the horrible cost of using the weapon and how many people it must be able to kill and what kind of a death that'd be like and any other consequences of the weapon. And just talking about, you know, it delivers firepower. Whoa. Uh, yeah. He's doing his best. He's, he's selling he's selling the upside. Yeah. He's not mentioning the upside. Until he listens to it, like, he listens to him attention, essentially, sort of like, maybe, uh, like, like I said, I want to get, I want to be involved before the others, I want to. Um, I, I like what's happening here, and I want a, a close working relationship down the track. Maybe for the time being, I could uh, 
give you a bit of assistance, like an, an internship. I my, my mech could provide escort duties if you need things taken in or out. Uh, and I know that it happens. Oh, well, I can't think of anything like that that I'd need done, but, um... Look, I mean, I tell you what, if you're looking for an internship, I mean... We don't get many pilots wanting to come down here, mostly because while we do do weapon testing, we don't do a lot of fighting, so it's kind of boring. Like, when we get to the that phase of testing, we just give it to one of the students and send them on their way. But... Uh, look, I mean, if you're interested in getting to know the projects a little more, I could use uh, assistant, and I'd, I'd be willing to do that as a favor to Garcia. You know, we're old friends, Garcia and I. And that, that Garcia kind of Garcia smiles at them, and then kind of half turns away. You can see their face shift from a smile to like kind of a solemn, like "fuck you." Really, that's uh, that's interesting. Mm. Yes, anything, anything for Garcia. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, yeah, that would be. Uh, I think, as you see them say anything for Garcia, it's like, I think in an anime we would see shadow, shadow around everything except their eyes, yeah. as if to say, uh, "I will do you this favor, Garcia, but I expect something in return." <laughs> Of course, I would uh, do vice, but I'd have to have permission from my commanding officer. You may have other projects in mind. I Look, I mean, as long as it doesn't interfere with your other student activities, but I suppose you do have that break in the early afternoon. There's no reason why you couldn't come over here for an hour or two and help out between classes. Well, if you're happy to have me, because uh, be a good experience, I think. Very educational. Mm. Wow. Yes, wonderful. Yeah, fantastic. Cool. Um, yeah, and that's sort of like the end of that. I don't know how useful that was to. You. Um, he's gonna try if he has any like interns on the on the lead up to see if he can like gauge any information. I guess that might be another uh, interlude, but we'll get to that. Uh, I think we're going to take a quick break. So. Wow. How dare you. <laughs> cool. Love it. Uh, so, that's yeah, one round. Exactly the same thing. That's we're one like, round of interlude. <laughs> that's it. That's the game. Interlude. Uh, Mr. Guashwina. Cool. So, I think this time we'll go row will Sophie, because I think we know what Sophie's... Sophie's going to be continuing that last one. Yes. Cool. Interesting. So, Stop it! So. <laughs> Along the same frame as what they did last time, uh, Nox is going to see if they can find out any more going. aspects of the three mechs, and or see if they can why. get into the systems to see if I can find out what security cameras Stop it. Uh, between the route of the weapons facility and the docks. Yeah, I haven't even worked out the route specific yet. Yeah. I know the start and the end point. Yeah, I'm trying I'm to piece it using yeah. the security cameras, follow right. their path, sure, find sure. out what time, where they're going, and if possible, 
see what these things look like when they're loaded. Sure. So, I feel like maybe that's two separate scenes. Mm -hmm. Oh, actually, hang on. I feel like that is a... It's either a... It's either a... Oh, I do have a thing to do something with a friend. It's called R&R. Take time. Do your own thing or spend time with a friend. There we go. Um, it could be a... It could be a study your enemy. Makes sense. Um, yeah. Plus one forward against them. Who among them are you eager or anxious to face? So that would be like studying their necks and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, as for the route, I think that might just be a... Uh, we've all got shit to do, start a project thing. It's just, I don't think it would actually require a project clock. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I think that would be that. So I think finding the route would be one thing, or, or infiltrating the cameras would be like a project kind of situation. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, and then trying to work out stuff about their mechs would be the study of the enemy. I think I prioritize the route. Sure. Mm, because that's going to be more important. Also, talking with um, Will, if possible, could I get some sort of... Could she get like a... a, a the high-tech equivalent of a USB that he might be able to plant to get on his visit at the weapons facility to see if I can find out what these things that are being packed up and sent are. Um... Can I get her inside the system, basically? Yes. I think you can get, you can borrow his login. Yeah. Which is, I think that would work. Yeah. I think because we've established that Will has the internship. Oh, yeah. Leo rather has the internship. So yes. I think that you can get into their, their systems. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to see if I can find out, okay, what's being boxed up and shipped out every night. Mm-hmm. So. Um, they, um, it's unclear what they're shipping. Mm -hmm. um, Is it big? It takes up um, most of, it takes up most of the, of a trailer of like a semi. So not something a human could carry? No. Not even, I mean, some, not even something a mech could carry just because it's an unwieldy sh uh, mm -hmm. size. What if uh, they had extra It's not the, it's the balance ah, that is okay. the problem. Like a mech has trouble carrying a shipping container yeah. because of the balance. Um, a mech specially adapted for carrying shipping containers is a different situation. Yeah. Um, and they're shipping, the, shipping it out of the old warehouse. We steal the arts. Um, so which one's doing the carrying? It's uh, a and it's being shipped on a truck. A truck. Yes. So find out who the driver is and be a new driver. Because they can't This I the can answer for you. The trucks are driven autonomously. Is there a way to override that? The path is more or less controlled by... The path is like programmed in and the truck is programmed to keep pace with the escort, which would be their max. Oh, that's annoying. That's good to know though. Mm. 
So it means you can't necessarily... So it means if they say stop, yeah. then the truck stops. And if they say continue, the truck continues. You could. Unless we had a jamming module. You could interfere with that. And then it would and presumably continue whatever its last order was. So that is valuable because mm -hmm. that means if we hold all of them in your jamming range and it's continued, then the truck is separated. What if you hacked the, hacked the truck... How are we supposed to get something that size back to Garcia? No, no, no. Well, Not you the take truck. The Let truck. me finish. So you saying hack, hack the truck. Hack the truck to have it follow not their direct, not the escort directions, but our directions. Mm. Indeed. Also, if we can't hack it, we could try to play like I have my grappling hooks. The container's really unwieldy, but if I can like latch onto the front of the truck and pull that instead yeah. of the container. Like, I mean, you've got extra horsepower. Yeah, yeah. You could go up behind it and push the truck. Indeed, like, oh. I can confident my mech can move the truck. Am I able to find out what that plotted course is? Yes. Uh, it leaves from the weapons testing facility and follows over by an inland route. It goes over some of the mountains and then it comes down uh, it comes down a road that uh, turns along the coast right near the main campus um, so when it's going along the coast it's pretty much in the main campus area do we know when you say along the coast are we talking like Princess Highway start like really next to the coast or really like, next to the coast. Okay. Do we know if they're cliffs or if it's cliffs, water? but it's pretty shallow. It's like a mech could could walk up it. Okay. So a mech could come out of the sea there. Out of the sea. You could, except where that road goes close to the coast, like goes along the coast, is practically already in the main campus facility. So like there's okay. a lot of buildings nearby, there's a lot of potential to knock over teachers' apartments. Uh, or I mean, look, we've got the perfect excuse. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the fucking Dean would be real keen on that. So fuck over Dick's house. Fuck you, Dean. Please don't take my back. <laughs> yeah. Any other thing? Um, and then like the next thing that uh, not to be focusing on, we'll be trying to find out more about the specs of these other mechs. It's going to be a different thing. interlude. Um, also, it might be, will. you know what you could try though? You could try a, um, you could try and weigh the odds. Uh, when you look for opportunities to exploit, roll plus techno. Uh, sure. Um, so, I mean, you were looking at the route. Like, I assume that's why you were looking at it. Yeah. So, roll plus techno uh, on a hit. Uh, your I will answer truthfully as your mech. 13, and I got. Oh, you get a synergy. Sixes. You gain a synergy for double number numbers. Uh, and you get to ask uh, two questions from the following list. Um, and I answer as penumbra. 
What should I be wary of and what he begs me to use it? Mm-hmm. Oh, what he begs me to use it. Yep. Um, so... Damning module! I think what Penumbra... <gasps> I think what Penumbra notices first is that these trucks have been configured so that there's enough space on the back. I think one of their mechs is riding on the back end of the trailer. I can't think of why they'd use a truck this size to ship a container that size unless they were riding on the truck. That would probably be the marksman. But I'm not here, so... You know... You know... But I would assume that the... the I'm noticing along the path... On the back of the truck would be the marksman. Mm. I'm noticing along the path that they take through the mountains... Uh... There's a point... That would make the other two... Where... Close... Close combat. Also, Strongbow being the one that grabs the attention of the enemy. Indeed. Wouldn't be the one that would... They could be, we'll depending on... Deconstructed. Sorry. There's a point where they cross near a body of water in the mountains. So you could use it as an ambush. You could hide... Uh, you could hide Dorothy up there. Crossfire breach by a crossing. It goes near, like, a, a small-ish lake. Like, it's maybe a few, it's maybe like 10 meters deep at its mm. deepest. Okay. Which is just enough to hide your mech if it's laying down, like on its belly. Mm. Um, it's not a super large lake, it's a body of water. If it was summer, it'd probably be almost dry. Um, it might be frozen over because it's winter, but. There is a piece of terrain that begs you to use it. You could hide mechs in that water. Cool. Um, all of these pieces of information, um, Penumbra will pretty much yeah. report to the others okay. uh, at the end of each day. Mm-hmm. So, so if you're thinking, so just well, end of each well, segment, that you reckon it's going to be the the crossbow, cr- yeah, cross. Crossbow. Uh, yeah, crossbow. We don't really um, know what the third mech does as of yet. No. We and don't know what shortbow does, but we know strong strongbow it does uh it covers uh distraction like distraction the other yeah. point. Yeah. That's like the tactic. Keep it, keeping the enemies on them as opposed to their other t- the and the others like moral like, um, team coordination. Yeah. Shortbow was the one that was like uh Aggressive but big sexy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Piloted by Bobby, I assume. So I'm I am inclined to feel that that one is more of a brawler. But I could be. Ah, something that I forgot to mention about Shortbow is that it has forearms. What do you mean by oh forearms? It has forearms. I thought you said forearms. I'm like I I assumed it has forearms. I quickly skimmed this to see if they had any physically obvious modules, and I I missed my annotation that it had extra limbs. I don't know. It could potentially be shortbow on there. 
Yeah, I was I was thinking that that it might either be crossbow because they're a marksman, or strongbow because they they're for, uh, attracting the enemy's attention. If it were me, I would be positioning my marksman somewhere else, mm. so that they can have a clear view of the truck's positioning. And the attention, any ambush is going to be focused on the truck. They're going to have it somewhere where there's a clear view of the truck. But consider, so pick off. But that makes a lot of sense. They don't want to get like if you're if you're a marksman, you don't necessarily want someone to get real close. When you're right up with the thing you're defending, people are going to get close with you yeah, in any yeah. ambush. But consider, I agree. But because the of the route, they have to keep the truck in sight, which means they presumably have to be on the move. Which might potentially be detrimental, like if the mask is. fly. What if they're. No, no, it's not saying that the movement is a problem, but like they're potentially giving away their position as well, which Unless is not what you want the truck. for the marksman. Unless they're inside. Or they have invisibility cloaks. That's possible. Or holographic cloaking modules. Yeah, yeah if it was. If it was one. If it was, they could sit in one spot to keep an eye on like 95% of the route, I would definitely agree with you, but potentially, unless they have cloaking gear, they're giving themselves away by moving. Mm. And like any like attackers worth their salt, they're gonna be like, why is there this one unit that's like occasionally hopping along following this? Um, but yeah, that would make sense if they were stuffed. Mm. It's worth noting, there is no, there, there's probably a mountain on the island that is the tallest mountain, but there are lots of like small mountains, like rounded hillish mountains all over this island. There's no like one high point where you could see heaps of stuff from. There's no perfect observation point. Yeah. I also feel like they're going to be operating as a team fairly closely. We're going to want to try and inhibit their ability to talk to each other. Yeah. If we can either shut down that communication or take out uh, Strongbow, whichever the one it is that keeps the others on target, that's going to help because then the others are less likely to be as focused as if he was keeping everyone Yeah. So like, we've got to think about as well about what the objective is. Is the objective to prioritise stealing the part or is it to defeat the team and then take the part are we trying to win the battle or are we trying to um, the, the, grab it and go the basically? objective is to, t- to retrieve the item it doesn't say anything about us having to defeat them that said though we're going to be slowed down by having to we can't make this truck go any faster than usual if we have a marksman and other mechs harrying us the whole time as soon as we take it they're going to be aiming to take it back unless we deal with them we deal with the ones that like we like there's no way we can speed up that truck okay we'll deal with the ones that that can actively come after us the the marksman's probably going to keep at a distance so if we deal with Yes, but they are most dangerous at a distance. Don't discount them just because they're from a distance. Fair. You don't want to take a sniper shot. Fair. Not without super heavy armor. So, there's like... There's kind of... And I'm talking out of character just for ease of generation. Feel free if you want me performing otherwise. The way I see it, we've kind of got three options here. 
So we can attempt to A, take out in a, in a battle the mech group and then take the spoils. We can attempt to steal the spoils and run. Um, or we can attempt to do something like hack the truck, have the payload move off for us while we engage in a holding action, which we can then attempt to disengage from once the truck is where we want it to be. That, can, that can be plan A. If, if that plan A doesn't work, we can... I'm thinking reprogram the truck to park right outside Garcia's apartment. <laughs> I mean, the other problem is that how, like, committed to these guys, Garcia going to have a truck pull up outside his apartment and then a mech, like, drop down and attempt to said, take it away. He said get it there. He didn't say how he long. He said deliver it to the hangar. Sorry, to the hangar. Yeah. Oh man, I just want to deliver it outside. I mean, you could do that anyway. You could fucking. <laughs> and then we would Merry lock down the points. We could it's like uh, now I'm not sure, truck, but mark down in points for delivering it to me. I haven't interacted with these guys very much. I'm not sure how bright they are. We could try and Ricky seems pretty bright. We could try and convince them that there's been a last minute change of plans or there's been a tightening of security so we've been sent there to help and that they're going to be stored in the hangar for extra security before being shipped out i feel like you might be able to convince i don't Bobby, think that's gonna work specifically but ricky might not not be i i think sophie's idea has credence that they have also been told um people are going to try and take this off you and mm. you need to defend it but I could be wrong as well. Um, and I guess if we ask an, them... It was just an idea. Oh, it's a good idea. Because potentially, like, if we ask them as well, we potentially tip our hand. But if they flat out refuse, it's more viable that mm. they have a specific... Or they might give something away. Mm. Um, but I, I feel that they're going to refuse. Wilfred, do you have an interlude? Um, yes. So, we've had a bit of information for the internship from Knox mm -hmm. about sort of the route um, and a bit of information about the trucks. Leo is going to try and use uh, his time doing some internships to try and glean what the payload might be um, because we don't know that, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, and for instance, if it's something that's volatile, that's a good piece of information to have. So how are you going to try and get that information? Um, okay. I'm, first of all, so I've already expressed, like, an interest in, um, pretty, like, heavy firepower, which I presume has, like, this is a risky thing to be using. Mm -hmm. Um... Leo's going to ask, uh, sort of try asking around about uh, what other, like, what other experimental weapons they have that might be sort of non-conventional. Um, what kind of, how they store items, like if it's possible, if they're ever thinking of being able to, um, if they have any plans to maybe get uh, various weapons or things to mechs, like, in the interims of combat, so like a, a rearmament type thing, and how they look at transporting them. Uh, and he's going to try and look if he can access while he's there, like a manifest 
Nice um, job. So. Yeah. <laughs> or like um, some, I get into the system for a like what You're goods welcome. might be being taken out at the time of the mission. So for instance, they've got like a, a nuclear reactor being transported at the time that adds up. Sure. So. Um, yeah, right. Uh, so when you, you're asking about like how they store stuff and like, yeah. well, so we store all of the, all of the, uh, all of the weapons currently being tested are stored either in warehouse, uh, are stored in warehouse A. Um, do I know if that's where they're starting? No. Okay, cool. cool, cool. Warehouse A is like a newer facility. Yep. It's closer to where you saw the arbalist. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, and that's just so that it's quicker to like slap it onto the test mechs and stuff like that and run that and fire them off. Uh, and also closer to the engineering spaces and things like that. So if warehouse, if warehouse A is for holding the current stuff, what are the other warehouses stocking? Right, so warehouse C is where we store most of our uh, engineering materials. Uh, and warehouse uh, B is where we store uh, projects that are currently under initial development and not at a testing stage. It's things where we're things that are being like where we're prototyping individual components and stuff like that, trying to work out how things will fit together. Uh, and then, uh, and then, uh, warehouse zero uh, is where we store. Uh, is where we where we store. It's basically just a junk warehouse. It's where we've got all the shit that's left over from like past projects and stuff. But specifically, it's mostly shit from about fifty years ago. And that's our one. Yes. Yeah. That is warehouse zero. Is the old warehouse. Okay. Um, it's not even like. It's not even like fucking. It's not even like archived projects, right? If a project gets finished, it is sent to the mainland and they put it all in some fucking warehouse over there. And what, but if it like, if a project fails, then we just dismantle it. Um, the, we don't really have a budget to keep weapons that don't work. So we just break that shit down and use it for other parts. But that stuff's all from like some older project or whatever. You don't have any like decommissioned go weapons in there, right? No, fucking no. Fuck, no. I if mean, we did, we'd all we'd know about it because yeah, we we have to do radiological testing uh, all the time because of the uh, mega particle testing. I mean, look, reassuring, but uh, you'd not heard not that the mega mega particle cannon was radioactive until just now. Huh. It was, uh... That was neglected at the demonstration. Well, it's not that the particle cannon's radioactive. Don't worry about that. It doesn't, it doesn't irradiate an area, because then it'd be useless as a weapon. It's just that it's hard to get the kind of particles that it needs to fire and then store them. So the best way to get the ammunition is from exotic radiation. <laughs> Does that 
Does that mean there are any lasting effects on the area it's fired in? Or um, on the pilot of the mech that's firing it? That's not the issue. No, it's more that the... Uh, it's more that the, the, the weapon... Um, how to say it? It's more that the it's more that the ammunition source kind of you can't just leave it lying around when you're done shooting it. Uh, at the moment, we use um, rather than wasting power from a sh- from a from a mech reactor, we just uh, we just pull the power straight out of the uh, off the grid for the island. Um, and then we just have to worry about creating the exotic particles from the ammunition case. Okay. If it's ever possible, I wouldn't mind getting the chance to have a quick peek in Warehouse Zero. I'm working on a potential idea where I might try getting some imitation plates to some of the really old stuff to try and make mechs look obsolete exactly thinking a more specialized impersonation kit yeah in a sense uh, never occurred to me to try and make a mech look shit and then obviously your opponents presume that you're piloting whatever hunk of junk you've got on hand and they're in for a nasty surprise. Look, I don't know if we've got any mech components in there, but, uh, like, it's mostly weapon shit, but, I mean... Happy for me to shift through, I... Yeah, go for it, go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, like, restricted or anything. Just go in there. Do you go in there? Um, I definitely go in there. Mm Uh, and I'm... It's mostly a mess... There's clearly marked, like, paths through things, mm. but the way shit's stored in there is just, like, they've spray-painted down onto the concrete floor, bay one, bay two, bay yeah. three, bay four, and then they've just got shit piled into the bays, and if something spills out, it gets sweeped back mm. into the bay that it looks like it's meant to be in. Um, and it's just, like, a huge, huge mess, and then towards, like, the back of it near like a loading dock there is uh, a couple of there's a couple of shipping containers uh, set up there. yeah okay alrighty and I think I think uh, the only like uh, the only thing else I'd like to do is maybe try and work with Knox to make get some cameras in there but I think that'd be a different thing yeah that's a different I don't know thing. if I want to commit to that just yet. but I think yeah that's me uh, and Leo will, when he's, we're sort of having our, you know, nightly, like, briefs of each other. Uh, so, like, I, I think, I think that they're just going to be moving scrap. Well, that's uh, reassuring. We don't have to worry as much about breaking whatever's in there. And also, if that's the case, we've definitely seen the cement that this is clearly a test, potentially, as Rona said, for both of us, both teams. Yeah. Cool. One for delivery, one for retrieving. I certainly shouldn't be hauling dangerous merchandise. Yeah. Shame. Meanwhile, at the hangar, 
I will throw a dice at you. I believe you had. I believe you wanted to show. I believe you wanted to show Sasa LeBeau your mech. Yeah. You should ask her to show you yours as well. I mean, that was my end goal. My end goal was I show you my mech, you show me yours. Look, she said it. Um, So. You pull up at the, uh, you pull up at, uh, you know, where all the warehouses, well, not the warehouses, where all the, um, hangers are for the mechs, which you, uh, lead her over to your hangar. You just realise that all the hangers are in the same place? For the no, place? I was just like, I had an idea for soap, but I don't want to interrupt or oh, okay. ruin your flow. So, yeah, you, you, you know, you leading, you lead her over to the hangar and you punch in your entry code and you step in and... Yeah. Where do you go from here? I will eat you. <laughs> let's, don't make, let's try not to make somebody feel yeah, embarrassed because yeah. that'll make it harder for her to reproduce. Do you mind if I pass on an ID so that you can no, use? I'm not going to use it at any point if you see fit. Yeah, I don't mind. Um, if you want, at some point, maybe ask her, like, who's the best mech pilot in the group? play off her vanity a bit because she might let slip what all their roles are or something interesting especially if she's trying to impress you yeah okay i will take that that's very much sounds like a a A, bear your soul soul. it's like trying to manipulate somebody wow everybody's really good at bearing souls too awesome anyway so yeah (laughs) you're, you're you're walking into the hangar yeah the lights are the lights are off all the mechs are in sleep mode. Yeah. What does Echo look like when it is off? When they when I feel like Echo chooses to sleep in dinosaur form, so it's curled up. Wow, wonderful. Like like a deer. Yeah, nice. So yeah, there's this dinosaur robot curled up in this uh, mech bay, and I think we see. I think we see Penumbra is like resting in like a frame right like a loading frame yeah 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 what is, what's uh what does dorothy look like in sleep mode oh man i don't <laughs> just lounging on his back i know no 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 she's i know i don't know if it's practical in any way shape or form um but i sort of imagined like in her sleep form because she's had the hydro gear fitted there's just like like a high a hydronic like a, a um, tank of water that you can like see the silhouette of this like long-limbed lean neck inside i uh, think it might more be that yep. there's a pool in the floor yeah and that we can see under the water the faint silhouette of the mech because there's some lights in there because otherwise you wouldn't see that there's a pool of water in here so there's like a strip of lighting around the edge and then because of that you can see the shadow of this slender (laughs) haunting mech and then i think sasha like runs up to your mech and just like touches the uh, plating very gin- gingerly. It's like, so this is Echo. Yeah. She's very unique in terms of 
I decided to have her be very animalistic. And I, I had Echo choose what, what she wanted to be. And she chose uh, an iguanodon, which is, I guess she picked up from a conversation we had for the first time. Nice. What was it like when you bonded with your mech? Like, what was that like? Because... It almost felt like I was talking to one of my, uh, like my little sister. so cool. Have have you shown your sister the mech? No. no. <laughs> she would uh, she would love to see Echo. She would she would probably play with her every day if, if she saw her but uh, she uh, died in a previous conflict. I think Sasa kind of um sort of looks away from you back towards Echo and um, I think you can t yeah I, I think she keeps sort of like staring at your mech for a long time and what about your family oh well, you know I guess you it's seem like to be uh, quite you seem to have quite the opinion of your family to, from the photo of your tattoo oh, I mean that's just we've had our mechs for ages it's not like with you Agnathans yeah but like I've been with uh, I've been with crossbow since before crossbow was crossbow what does that mean we uh we knew our AIs before we knew our parents. Huh. So I guess your AIs are like your family more than your parents are. Our AIs... Yeah, something like that. What's your opinion on being a, a factory-made person? I mean, I say factory made. It's I'm more like it's more like bespoke, custom engineered humanoid. Yeah. You know. How do you feel about being that kind of person? Seems pretty good to me. There's no questioning about what my purpose in life is. I know what my purpose is. And that is. Kick ass. That's all. And then she steps forward towards you. And then she sort of leans close to you and then says, and kiss babes. And she sort of smiles at you. And I'm all out of arms. I mean, it doesn't seem like a very ambitious goal. <laughs> she sort of rocks on her heels. It's like, look, it's not for everyone, I guess sort of turns away from you and says so not that I'm saying that that's it's bad I'm just wondering if there's anything else you would like you fight for I fight because I enjoy it I fight because I'm good at it 
Would you say you're the best out of your your siblings? <laughs> it's not like that. We're all good. We're all amazing. But everybody at this school is amazing. I've seen your scores. I'm getting. I'm trying. I'm improving. I see the way you move your machine. You're not afraid to push it to the limit. And I like that. I like someone that's not afraid to go the distance. To push hard. To take control of the situation. I'm not helping. I'm sorry. But I also, I also really appreciate somebody that listens to their team because that is important. <laughs> Guys, you're not being very subtle here. <laughs> no, no, that was not directed at you. That was directed at us. Leo yeah. was remembering how Leo doesn't listen to the team. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> couldn't tell because it was mixed with a bunch of other feelings. Yeah. Um, and then I think you see Salsa kind of like dragging their foot through the dirt on the of the on the floor like not like there's much of it but dragging their foot through the dust and sort of looking down and then um, sort of looks up and he says so I've been flirting with you pretty hard. I'm aware. Is that why you brought me to the hangar to see your mech? I mean, I get, I just, I guess I just wanted to get to know you more. Yeah, like, of course, that's what I mean. But, uh, let's not rush into anything. Let's not, I guess I genuinely wanted to show you my mech. And I was hoping, I'm genuinely interested in your mech. I mean, I wouldn't, I, I might have fibbed a little and uh, said that I ha hadn't done research on you guys. I've done research on you. Look, I get it. You're a gearhead. It's okay. It's fine. I'm a little bit of a gearhead. Look, you were vulnerable with me. I can be vulnerable with you. Leads you out of the hangar towards where her mech is. We step inside and we see the three mechs. Uh, and uh, she sort of turns on the lights over where uh, Crossbow is. And you see this butch mech. Uh, lots of... Uh, lots of red... Um, and uh, and a little bit of that angular parts thing going on, and you see next to it a large uh, rifle uh, with a very large magazine. I like it. I'm very into sniper rifles and 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 long-range weapons. Oh, this isn't a sniper rifle. This is the cutting edge. The cutting edge? Mm-hmm. It's a select fire high-throughput autocannon. Huh. Single-barreled, 
which means that you can't reach high, super high, uh, high rate of fire because you'll burn out the barrel. But I can do. I can do full auto, well, full auto, or I can do single shot. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I think she also is giggly at that. Uh, you know, Ricky makes us all carry a knife just in case as well, but I don't normally like have to kid. use it. Look, he's a bit whatever. He's just looking out for you guys. But, uh, and I can I can relate to that because I'm a little bit the same with my own team. I I'm very protective of the other two. If if anything happened to them or my mech, I would be very angry. Sure. What are uh, what are you hoping to get out of this scene? And I'm hoping to just I guess I want I wanted to see her mech, but I also I do want to um, be closer to Sasa. Sure. Not uh not necessarily romantically at first, but Look, no. totally up to you. You have the power. Um, so you could try and... Also, Ramona's not entirely comfortable about being romantic in front of her child, like... Uh, well, you're not in front of a child now. Um, she sort of is looking to you and says, Would you like to meet Crossbow? Like meat, meat. Oh yes. Okay. And she sort of steps up, and she's, uh, and she, you see her like very tenderly caress the leg of the mech, uh, and then uh, you see her, at, and then you notice at the same time that she's reaching for like a keypad, um, and you see the mech. Uh, sort of go into like a low power mode and then you see the cockpit open uh, in like the torso um, and she like climbs up into the mech and then you see her like put out her hand towards you as if to say come up into the mech with me I'll grab it I'll grab her hand yeah. she pulls you up into the very cozy cockpit yeah. So cozy. Very cozy. This is not an expanded cockpit, I'll say that much. Uh, and you notice that like the seating's a little more nice. Like there is a lot more effort that's been put into comfort inside this mech than you might on others. Um, and then you hear uh, a voice kind of like low in tone and kind of like thick I guess like molasses oh man uh, oh boy sort of say inside the cockpit oh. <laughs> no uh, say this, this, I don't know about Ramona but so Sophie certainly likes uh, low voices 
I think you hear, uh, yeah, you hear this voice from the cockpit, uh, sort of all around you, surrounding you, uh, say, Hello, my love. Who have you brought home? Hi, Crossbow. I'm, uh, Ramona. I'm the mech pilot of Echo. Oh, you're Ramona. Of course. And then it, it you almost feel like even though you're inside of the mech, you almost feel it kind of shoot a wry look at uh, at Sasa. And you see that her reach and sort of like stroke the console. Um, and you see the lights on that part of the console kind of almost like not flicker, but um, move like a wave uh, following her touch. Um, wow. Uh, and then uh, you hear the, that voice again say, please, you can call me Cross. All right, Cross. And I think that's probably a good place to end that scene. Yeah. Come into a And I can't oh wait no, for the so setup. If we get into a fight with these guys, and like one of us goes down, you're gonna be like, "No, <laughs> I warned you about this, Sasha." Uh, it's cool. Best all moments. And I think eventually. that will be where I've we set end. up some moments for emotion. Yeah. I think that might be where we end this session. So it'll be a lot easier now. Nice work, guys. It's certainly a lot easier now to use my emotion skills. Indeed. Whereas the first time I was like, I have no emotional things yeah, to use here. Use all those cool banger soul moments. If, yeah. uh, look, I mean, depending on how much uh, you tell that such to the others, Leo might make a direct beeline for her. I must say, mm. my favorite um, emotional I mean, I move, but it doesn't actually... Your guys, Max. My favorite, like, emotional content move, although it doesn't actually use the emotion stat, is I need you to know. Yeah. It is my favorite move uh, of the emotional variety. Uh, when you cut through the bullshit and reveal your true feelings for someone without expectations or guarantees of reciprocation, you each choose a relevant option. And there's, like, a list of both. your true feelings are not positive? Doesn't have to be positive. Excellent. Nothing in there says that it's positive. It's about revealing your true emotions, uh, your true feelings about someone, without any expectation from them as right. to their reaction. Yeah, we'll make use of that later on. So, um, so it's the difference between it's the difference between um, uh, it's the difference between telling someone that you fucking hate their guts and saying to someone, "I do not care for you." Mm. and then walking away yeah uh, or the difference between telling someone that uh, it's the difference between telling someone that you love them and that you want to be with them and telling someone hey I have strong romantic feelings for you I just needed you to know that indeed and then walk it away like it's there is no expectation of reciprocation um, or or uh, or any kind of expectation it is just sharing your feelings because you need them to know um, I don't think we need to trigger. We made it. Um, cool. I think next session we'll jump straight back into interludes and stuff. But yeah, I cool. certainly did three out of the four things that I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. scenario. Some good intel. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
Indeed. I think everybody deserves a synergy. Yes. Yay, synergy. A delicious free synergy. Full synergy. Well, I mean, one of my goals as the storyteller facilitator is I am meant to give you synergy when I feel like you've <laughs> I realized I was about to high five strengthened you with the, the bond. My hand or so I was like, oh, this is going to hurt, but I'm committed. <laughs> I, I tried to aim it up, so I was like, eh. Uh, any immediate feedback vis-a-vis uh, -vis game uh, feel? I think it, it I think it some of the interlude needs to be more clearly defined, but we're getting there. Mm -hmm. We're mostly seeing how we use interlude, and then I'm tacking on stuff as we go. I think I will make a note the, that the more. The romantic in me is enjoying the... I think interlude needs more stuff about building for a mission, like more things related to that. Although I guess in a sense for this one, that's sort of what we... Yeah, but I actually planned out that that might be one of the routes you'd take, so... Mm. Also, I'm getting the feeling Ramona could swing either way. She might be by. She might be. The real question is how Ramona deal with uh, Sasa and Cross's very clearly uh, polyamorous uh, approach to relationships. Um, yes. Uh, we'll see how this goes. Indeed. And we still know next to nothing about Bobby, my favorite Lebo. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I said to Sergio Larry in the toilet, my backup plan was to like start a fight with him. The Bo Bobby would be happen. into that. Bobby, Bobby's demeanor is brash. Uh, Ricky's demeanor is commanding, although that ended up being interpreted really weirdly. Uh, and then Sasha's is flirty, which I feel comes yep. across. Yep. No shit. <laughs> The, the minute you said that she grabbed my hand, I was like, oh good, it's one of these characters again. Look, I, I like doing it. And if it wasn't you, if it was, if, if the character wasn't for you, it would have been for Wilfred. And if it wasn't for Wilfred, it would have been for Rowena. I have no... I mean, there's three of them. There's plenty of LeBeau to go round. They are... They are... They are... They are... They are... The two responsible ones. The uh, emotional ones, and then the brash boys. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Brash lads. I think you've all been doing really good, yeah, and I'm, I'm really done. I'm gonna load my makeup with experiment for left and right. I really liked the describing like the mix and stuff, mm -hmm. uh, and like how they sit and things like that. And the Indeed. yeah, cool. All right. I definitely um, imagine that like. Echo would sleep in dinosaur form because he's adorable. That happens a lot, by the way, where I was like, where were you, where were you Leo, training? Mm -hmm. I wasn't training at all. Also, uh, Ramona knows by now. <laughs> I mean, she probably does. He wouldn't bother to hide it. He'd still be like, training. And, and where are you, like, training? Why did training require board shorts? Underwater training. Yeah. Right. You wouldn't understand, your mech's not equipped for underwater. <laughs> How are you getting a tan in winter? Training. <laughs> Training. Alright. Uh, farewell from the past. I'm Ray. 